Welcome to Not A Princess Diaries Podcast. I am Kate Bailon, Not A Princess obviously, and you are listening to episode 18. Hello everybody! Finally, we are back with another episode of this podcast. If you're listening to this on the day that this episode comes out, we are already on November, which is crazy because time really does fly by. Another month to go before the year 2021 ends, and kung naririnig yan, guys, that incessant breathing and ang ingay, that's Wanda, our dog. <laughs> She's literally right here beside me, and hindi ko mapipigilan na huminga ang asus so <laughs> Also last month, I attended Myra Kate's virtual launch of her very first book, Faith Steps. As I'm speaking right now, it's now available on Amazon and Kindle, so go and grab your ebook copy. And if you want a paperback version, meron din sa Amazon, or you can go DM at Myra Kate on her Instagram or at at Faith Steps Book because I believe they are planning to release physical copies in select national bookstores and fully booked. I'm actually still reading it right now and loving it. And I think that if you're looking for a motivational and inspirational book that will encourage you to go out there and take action on your dreams, then this book is perfect for you. Congratulations, Ate Myra, for releasing your first book. You are indeed a trailblazer. I know I'm not uploading as frequently as I have been with my podcast episodes. And the reason for that is I really value my time of rest and I've been busy with a lot of things. Also, I've been really enjoying my knitting. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, you would know that one of my hobbies for the past two to three months now is knitting. I've also been enjoying my time just reading books, watching series and movies, and surprisingly, writing on my journal about my day and my thoughts. This is a reminder to take care of yourself and cultivate your inner growth. So, yan ang little life update natin. <laughs> also, trigger warning, this episode will have a few mentions of blood, vomiting, etc. So, if you feel icky about that, you might want to brace yourself in this episode or just don't listen along. I will completely understand. I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw this post that says, Pads and tampons cost an arm and a leg sometimes, but I've never come across a single woman who wasn't willing to give me one or even three when I needed it. I totally related to that because there was a lot of moments where I didn't know that my period was coming and then when I pee, boom, there is blood, ladies and gentlemen. Siyempre, because I wasn't expecting na dadatnan ako, hindi ako nakapag-pads, tapos minsan nagkataon na wala akong extra na nasa bag ko. So, I would ask my girlfriends if they had an extra pad, and with no fail, they would always be willing to give one, even two, para gamitin ko. No hesitations, hindi ko kailangan magmakaawa or suhulan, they would willingly offer it because they know how it is. If you're a boy or a man listening to this and you have no idea how much one pad can cost or how much a pack is, sometimes it would range from 6 to 8 pesos. One pack can start naman at the cheapest, 24 pesos, then you get 8 plus 1 pads. But in a day, you would need about 3 or 4 depending on your flow. So really, one pack may not be enough for your whole cycle. Lalo na if ikaw yung type of girl na 7 days walang palyang period. Luckily, I only bleed like 45 days, sometimes 3, so minsan may matitira pa. 
But when I or my friends come across someone who needs a backup, we are always willing to give out what we have because we absolutely know the struggle. Even now that I am working na, yung katrabaho ko would always be to the rescue when I don't have an extra and yung binibigay niya sa akin is yung long pads, yung abot hanggang puwet. And those types of pads aren't cheap at all. Isang pack can cost about 60 to 80 pesos, but my workmate wouldn't even think twice of giving me one. I love that. I love that type of sisterhood. That type of understanding among girls, among women who menstruate. When I was young, it was embarrassing or there was shame when you talk about periods or having periods. It's not really discussed comprehensively, especially in school or even at home. The most that I knew about it was that girls around 8 to 12 years old would get their periods, they would bleed out of their vaginas, you would need menstrual pads, it would last for a week, and would occur every month. That was all. And the explanation for this was that it's just the way it goes. Ganun lang talaga. Normal sa isang babae na pagdaanan yun. I was maybe on the fifth grade when I had my first period. I was 11 years old probably, and when that was what the adults were telling you, you tend to believe it. Because who knows better than the adults, right? Also, sabi ko nga, there's a lot of shame when talking about these types of things. Ultimo, pagpapasok ka sa CR na daladala mo yung pad mo, nahihiya ka na may makakita sa'yo. Parang may pinupuslit kang illegal pagpapasok ka when in fact, you were just changing your pad. Diba? But I don't know, nasanay tayo sa ganun eh. When I became self-aware of doing that, I realized how ridiculous it was for me to hide what was just a normal thing to do. But I can't blame myself because yun yung nakasanayan ko even at a young age. Even now that I am an adult, I work in a male-dominated environment and kapag meron ako and kailangan ko magpalit ng pads, tinatago ko pa rin talaga yung pads ko and I bring my own plastic bag to put my trash in kasi ayoko na makita nila sa basurahan yung pad ko. Because of that, I felt like it was important that I talk about this on my podcast. Our experiences as women who menstruate are all somehow the same. I wanted to address that there is period shaming, that talking about periods and our menstrual health shouldn't be taboo, that we can freely discuss this with people, not just to girls or women, but to literally everyone, so that we can all understand each other better. It's also important for us to know our body because we are its pilot. We know what works for it and how to fly it. It is also worth noting that not all women menstruate, but that does not take away the fact that they're women. Actually, this may be TMI, but my younger sister got her very first period last, last, last week, I think. She came up to me all shy and all and asked me for a pad. Instead of teasing her relentlessly about that, I immediately understood and told her to get a clean underwear and that I would show her how to put and stick the pad on it. I also told her what she should do, like wash her underwear and that she won't use the pad for the whole day, that she needed to change it after a few hours. I wanted to handle it well because I didn't want her to feel shame about something that is completely normal, especially that it's her very first time. With that story, let me share my experience on having my very first period. As I said, I was maybe 11 years old. I went to pee and there was blood. I distinctly remember just staring at the blood and thinking, Oh no, it happened to me now too. What should I do? My nanay isn't here. 
What I meant by it happened to me now too was that some girls from my class already had their first menstruation and I knew that it was also a matter of time when I did too. At the time, my nanay wasn't home so I felt like I had no one to talk to about it. The first person that I wanted to tell was my nanay because I knew that she knows what to do because she is a woman who menstruates. And she was, you know, my mother. So I stayed in the CR for a long time, composing the words I was going to say to my tatay. Even though he was my father, he was a man. So I was super embarrassed to tell him that my vagina was bleeding. Eventually, of course, I was able to tell him and I was bought with my very first pack of pads. I remember din noon binigay lang sa akin yung pack with no instructions at all on how to put it on or whatever. So I had to figure it out. Eh, at 11 years old, hindi pa ako independent at all. But because I was really embarrassed about having my period, I didn't ask for questions or help at all. I figured it out, stuck the pad in my panty, and let myself bleed. <laughs> Before having my period, I actually thought you only had to use one pad per day. But I figured out during that day that that would not be possible because you will not be able to stand the icky feeling of a pad full of blood on your vagina. Or on your vulva, if we're going to be matter-of-fact. The things that I did know about periods and menstruation was from the girls in my class who already had it. When you don't properly discuss periods to little girls, there are a lot of myths and false ideas that come about instead. Katulad ng napakasikat na myth or misconception na period blood should be applied on your face because apparently, it's going to be very beneficial. I had friends who actually did that to their faces and when I had my first period, I thought about doing it too. But when I saw my blood and I imagined slathering it on my face, I was like, nope, <laughs> not gonna do that. It's disgusting. Years later, I also realized that period blood is flushed out from the uterus and is basically blood and partly tissue that your body no longer needs. So it's basically the old tissue in your body and it's waste. So would you want something like that on your face? My acne-prone skin says no. Is there any truth on the benefits of putting your period blood on your face? Based on the article written by Dr. Mary Rani Cadiz, MD, on the Hello Doctor website, there is no basis for the old myth of using menstrual blood as a face mask or washing one's face with it. In fact, it may even add to infection. Just imagine how menstrual blood can be contaminated by other fluids from the genital tract. Is it effective? No, it is not effective. There are currently no validated studies to support its use. Is it safe? It may cause potential harm as virus and bacteria contaminating the menstrual blood can cause possible inflammation or aggravation of acne. It is better to avoid this practice. So there you have it. I'll be linking her article on the show notes in case you want to read up on what Dr. Cadiz has to say. And also, I hope it debunked a myth that has been passed on to generations.
I really wish that at a younger age, no matter how I would react, my parents talked to me about periods comprehensively. Because most of the things that I know now are the things that I learned by myself, sometimes through my own research or from other people. Some of the things I knew, I later realized were not true. And looking back, I really wish that I knew these before. I vow that when I have kids of my own, I'll be talking to them about this and discuss all the important things to know because then they'd be ready. I mean, I'm not blaming my parents, of course. I guess it comes from habit that these types of things weren't really talked about because they were taboo and because of period shaming. I mean, yes, we have science classes to talk about the reproductive system, but the discussions were purely academic that you wouldn't even relate to it because there would be giggles or awkwardness with words like penis and vagina are mentioned. I wish that there was special classes on health for girls about menstruation. What they should do, what they should know, debunking myths, what it means when you feel this and that, what remedies you can do to prevent period pains, etc, etc. I wish there were talks on educating the girls at a young age about the different types of menstrual products that they can use. As I got older, I realized that hindi lang palapads ang ginagamit for periods, but that there are also tampons, menstrual panties, menstrual cups, reusable pads. There are so many options. Right now, I still use the disposable pads, but pag hindi na heavy ang flow ko, I switch to my reusable pads na I wash after I use. I've also tried using a menstrual cup, but I still needed practice on how to insert it and maybe buy another cup that would work for me because I really want to reduce my plastic waste. If you're curious about menstrual cups, how it works, how to use it, research can do a long way. Conversations with people who use it is also a good start as well. I felt that talking about periods is a really important topic. That is why I am doing this on my podcast. Let's start conversations. Let's start to remove the stigma around period talk. Let's change taboos. Let us be a community that is open and welcoming when it comes to important conversations. That has always been the purpose of why I started the Not A Princess Diaries podcast. Oh, and speaking of... Isa pa na gusto kong ma-educate and ma-address ng lahat ng tao ay hindi dapat sinasabing kaartehan lang ang period pains or dysmenorrhea because boy, kung kaartehan lang pala ang sakit na nararamdaman namin sa mga puson namin, sana hindi ka na lang inire ng nanay mo. Or kung cesarean birth ka, sana hindi na lang nagpahiwa sa chance si mama mo. <laughs> You have no idea how much pain it is to experience dysmenorrhea. It can make you physically unable to get up from bed, make you curl up, and wish na sana wala ka nalang puson, minsan mapapayak ka nalang sa sakit, and most of the time, you will need painkillers to ease what you're feeling. Just last week, I woke up and I was about to get ready for work when I suddenly felt this excruciating pain on my stomach and I just knew that my period has arrived. I couldn't even get up from bed but I knew I had to kasi I had to wash up. I didn't go to work that day. I excused myself because it was physically impossible for me to continue to the office. All morning, I just laid face down in bed. No matter what I did, it was just pain, pain, pain. I felt the pain all throughout my body while blood drains out of me. <laughs> 
I even had to ask help from my friend because I don't know how I was gonna eat because I was all alone in my boarding house and I couldn't really move much. Luckily, my friend came through and I was saved. Thank you, Lex. <laughs> I definitely have a lot of unforgettable experiences on period pains. Some so extreme that I had to be rushed to the school clinic on the day of exams. So you see, things like that can happen to women regardless of where they are and what they're doing. A lot of times, you just have to endure the pain. Wow, Sensodyne. Most of the time, pagtatrabaho ka pa rin, even if may nararamdaman kang kirot. Pumapasok ka pa rin. So no, hindi ito kaartehan. This is legit. We are feeling pain and frankly, we do not need another pain. A pain in the ass, which is you. <laughs> Let me also remind you that if you are feeling extraordinary pain, yung hinding hindi na talaga kaya, it's best to consult an OBGYN right away. Better than an expert take a look at you and your situation just to be sure. I actually listened to a podcast with an OBGYN as a guest and she said there na dapat daw pag pinakaunang period ng babae or ng anak mong babae, dinadala mo siya sa OBGYN to make sure that everything's okay and all that. That definitely didn't happen to me when I had my first period but that is a good thing to know. Also, if irregular ang period mo, it's best to have it checked out because there may be other reasons kung bakit. Maraming mga sakit na related sa ating reproductive system na minsan hindi natin alam na meron na pala tayo, so it's better to be safe than sorry. How will we know na irregular pala ang period natin? The most common thing to do to determine if your period is irregular is if the length of your last period to your next period is more than 35 days. Kumbaga, after 35 days na last kadatnan, lumagpas pa ng isang buwan, minsan nga mas marami pa. There are other factors that tell us if our period is irregular, so I suggest to really read up and research or if you think that you might need medical help, for your menstrual health, visit a doctor. The best thing that I did to help me determine and track my menstrual days is using a period tracker app. I used the Flow app, and in this app, mark mo sa calendar yung mga araw na meron ka. Then, it will try to get an accurate reading of your next period days sa susunod na buwan. It's not always 100% accurate, but it's actually pretty close, so that helps me prepare. Like if I'll need pads or arrange my plans if I'm going somewhere, ganon. It's helpful too kasi along with tracking the days na nagbemonstrate ako, I can also monitor and pick out the symptoms that I'm feeling while I'm on my period. For example, masakit ba yung ulo ko? Am I experiencing acne? Is my back aching? My pelvic muscles? Ganon. Then the app will try to explain why I have these symptoms, ganyan. Actually, my back a premium if you really want to know more about your symptoms and the cycle but I only use the free version so minsan I just do the research on my own. I've been tracking my period for a year and more now and it definitely made my life easier. I should have done this sooner even when I was younger honestly because then hindi na ako mabibigla or makakalimot magdala ng extra pads or I wouldn't ruin a perfectly good underwear or pants. Another good thing about this app is that it tells you your ovulation period which is kung kailan fertile yung eggs mo when you're most likely to get pregnant stuff like that. There is also a feature there called secret chats 
where women who menstruate have a community where they can discuss everything period and sex related, which is such a good idea for people who want to know more about certain topics around these. It's actually really good because you get to read on different experiences, opinions, and advice. It's a very welcoming, judgment-proof community. Sometimes I find myself just reading what these women have to share and I always leave feeling more informed. Even if you're a man that's listening to this, isn't it good that you also know about all of these because you never know when all this information would come in handy? Remember those times when we were younger and we would see like a girl na merong tagos sa may puwet, tapos the first instinct of the boys would be to point and laugh? I wish we really get to change that. I think not all of them have the same reactions, of course, but for the ones who do, I want their first reaction to be concerned. I want them to tell na girl na, Miss, parang dinatnan ka? Are you okay? Do you need any help? Because believe it or not, it's common for things like that to happen. The shame that us girls feel, or the shame we feel when we were younger when it comes to period, stems from thinking about these types of situations where we feel like other people would laugh and point at us or make fun of us just because our vagina is bleeding. Is there anything hilarious about that? None. So let's keep talking about this. Let's be open about this to our friends, girls, or boys, to our partners, to our parents, because this is not something to be ashamed of or be taboo, because this is normal, and it's taking care of our menstrual health. It also creates an understanding and becomes normal as you talk about it more and more. Don't be ashamed of saying the words vagina and penis and menstruation, because these are all normal words. Even to kids, we need to remove the stigma around these words because we need to show them that using accurate words is important when you have something to share or to say. Also, can we talk about the fact that menstrual products cost so much? Which is why sometimes it's inaccessible to a lot of girls out there. And to think these products are part of healthcare and we really did not ask for this, so the least other people with power can do is make it affordable and accessible. In this episode, I feel like you guys needed to hear experiences and stories not just from me but from other women as well. I've invited my best friend to share her thoughts and what she has to say about this topic. Actually, I invited a few but busy at ang mga girlfriends ko ngayon and I didn't want to bother them so it's okay. We can listen to my best friend na lang, Madam Wayne Harley Abalia. Inday, pasok! When I was in first year high school, I was worried and anxious because most of my friends had their first period already. So I kept thinking, Hala, kailan kaya ako dadatnan? To the point that I would question myself, Bob ba ako? So yeah, that's one of the unforgettable experiences I had about having a period. That being said, it's just about right to openly talk about menstrual health and share our experiences to spread awareness, especially to young ones, so that they will not be as ignorant and naive as I was back then. It's our body anyways, so it's equally important that we are aware of the biochemical processes that's happening inside us. Thank you so much, Indai, for joining me on today's podcast episode. I hope that our listeners today learned a thing or two from what you shared and what I shared and that the purpose of this episode would be successful. Let's talk about this. Let's be open about it, start the conversations, remove the stigma, and combat period taboos. We have
have reached the final minutes of our episode. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened not only to this episode but to all of our past episodes. We've actually reached 1,200 plus streams, which is amazing. We're already on our 18th episode and I am so grateful for the continuous love that my podcast is receiving even if I haven't been consistent with my uploads all that much. If you have any messages, questions, reactions, and podcast topic recommendations, message us on Instagram at notaprincessdiaries and follow us on TikTok. Thank you so much for listening and see you on the next one.